Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with the human jukebox, Anthony Washington. He's filling in for Team Act um, today. Um, how you doing, Anthony? I'm doing great, Pastor Craig. It's always fun to be here with you guys in the podcast. Yeah, Anthony comes from Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Yeah, I call it Detroit. I don't know. Motor cities. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, we would love to hear from you guys. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at um, Rama. Um, sorry, podcast at Rama dot org. Rama spelled R H E M A. Or you can like us um, at Rama Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Um, we're recording this on the third of March. Nice eighty-one degree day, unlike Beautiful. last week where we had snow on the ground yeah. and it was like seventeen degrees and cold. But beautiful day out, you know. It's nice out. Actually, it'd be a great day to play golf. Probably, you yeah. probably don't play golf, do you? Anthony? No, I gotta go. I gotta go walk my dog. I got a new dog, so you go, you, <laughs> it's nice weather. To a walk a nice day to walk the dog, and you need exercise too. Yes, right? I do. You know, I can always use <laughs> exercise. <laughs> no, I'm not picking on you. Anthony. No, no, no. It's okay. I can I can use a little walking. <laughs> yeah, but it is nice weather though. And once again, don't forget about Doug Jones. He always yes. tells us he doesn't want to be on the program, so we need to email him djones at rama.org and say, Doug, you need to you need to be on the program. You have something to say. Yes, you do. Or nine one. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, don't, no, no. <laughs> don't don't give his phone number because that, that would be me. <laughs> All right. Once again, we have Nate and Evan Slagle, and you guys are from Alma, Arkansas. You pass. It's what? What is it? Beyond Beyond Church. Beyond Church in Alma, Arkansas. We were so we we're talking about your experience here at Rame of this last program, and so you graduated once again. What, what year did you guys graduate? Oh three. Oh three. So so tell us what happened after graduation. You know, did did God suddenly move on your spirit whenever you were standing there? Um, singing the song and just you know chariot of fire yeah you know telling you exactly what was you know giving you the 10-year plan and you know and, and whatever i mean because some people actually um speaking up my financial management class we talked about last time yes so i had a guy that that said well you know he was telling me because i i always you know tell everybody if you don't want to do an actual budget you can because some people don't want me to know how much money they make or whatever, which I don't really care. The whole point is, you know, how to do a budget. So you can do fictitional figures or whatever. And I said, if you want to fictitionally say that you make a million dollar a month, I'm okay with that. You just learn to figure out a way to, to, to use that. Um, so this guy comes and tells me that the Lord's already told him, he's first year, the Lord's already told him, you know, you know, he's going to have a, a multi-million dollar ministry and he's going to have a jet airplane and all wow. these kind of things. I don't know what happened to the guy. I never heard about it. I don't, in fact, I don't know if I finished first year. Any, anyway, anyway, you know, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes the Lord does talk to people first year, but, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time. So here you are. Um, graduation. What happens next, man? So, um, yeah, so we, we, we just uh, felt like just the leading of the Lord, again, that we needed to go serve in a church. And it was actually um, our, my, my mother and father-in-law, they had moved from, um, their their church and where they had served for 20 years and RMA had contacted them um, and, th- and there was this church without a pastor so they came down to speak and while they were there they, again they had the witness of this you know like we, we were to be here and they got voted in and and um, and we just went over there to serve um, and it was a it was one of those things that we when we felt like it was supposed to be there we really prayed about it because it was going back to family and that was probably the hardest thing for us is just saying, 
making sure that that was clear that are we just going back just to go back or are we following the Lord and and so we went over there and uh, leading the Lord and and started just serving jumped into kids ministry um, I was in construction um, started a, a painting company and uh, and because of that uh, just use, even utilize that gift at the church mm-hmm. um, so not just serving like in children's class or whatever but like hey this needs to be painted I could do that on at this time and just started serving and um and it wasn't long uh the youth the youth pastors there at the time said uh they said that hey you and you and, and your wife you guys need to be the youth pastors and so uh we're like oh, okay we'll we'll, what, we'll do whatever you know and then so we got promoted to youth pastors for about six and a half years and um and then kevin and susan they stepped into uh being uh directors for the uh rama and uk and ireland uh, campuses and did that for the last 12 years and we stepped in as pastors at a very young age the the uh the mature age i should say right. <laughs> i was 27 27 uh, so yeah. so what year was that so that was 2010 wow. yeah 2010. 2010. Yep. so we've been pastoring since 2010 in a small town of alma arkansas um we love alma and uh yeah it's a town of about 5600 people Whoa. and uh the church has been blessed and it's growing and God's doing good things there. Wow. I, I just want to add to what you just said about the importance of you made yourself available. And even though you didn't come in, you didn't go there with the intentions that I'm going to be the youth pastor. But, you know, the Bible says whatever your hands find to do it, you did it. And look at what God was able to do when you just put your hands yeah. and you mm-hmm. made yourself available to say, I'm, I'm going to serve. I think mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and being uh, and since we've been pastor, and you know, you deal with a lot of young, pe- more young people, and so on and so forth, and you know, the Bible or just anybody that just wants a, a position yeah. or wants to be used in a certain way, and you know, the Bible says that a, a man's gift will make room for him. Yeah. And people are like, "Do y'all not see? I got this gift." And yeah. it's like, hold on, hold on. A gift is not a gift until it's given, right? right. Yeah. So, like, if you're not bringing your gift, yeah. like, and you're not giving it, and you're not, and I didn't say, you know holding your hand out waiting to get paid i mean giving your gift right. you're not even qualified to, to for the next the next being faithful so. right man that's good but that's good but yeah we, but we've been there for 12 years and uh pastor for 12 years and it's going really good it's going really 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 good so so do you feel like you've like uh during the youth ministry how how do you feel like that prepared you for even stepping into being a lead pastor um, As teenagers, that's a whole nother. So, <laughs> that's a special anointing. <laughs> well, uh, I can I can answer that question. Yeah. See, teenagers don't respond at all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, there is no, no response. It's and true. so the great thing, if if you can speak to someone that doesn't respond, yeah. So so you know, you're going to have some adults at least respond and right. at least give you an amen every once a in a pity while. A pity, amen, yeah, or whatever. It's I true. was actually telling a story about about um, well, the way I fell into youth ministry, I, I actually was just an associate on staff and our youth minister suddenly something's happening he ended up leaving real quickly wasn't it wasn't an it wasn't a planned out thing where we had a whole thing my dad says you're the youngest guy on staff you're now the youth minister (laughs) (laughs) i dubbed the anointed to pastor the year (laughs) and so basically these youth went from one guy their youth pastor on on a on a wednesday night to the next wednesday night they got me now the good thing about it you know because I was on staff that they didn't know, know me. You, you know? That helps. And so we, we had some things. But there was, you know, people get really attached to their youth pastor. But the great thing about it, man, these, these kids don't respond at all. So I was actually um, um, 
did youth. There was a kid that was in my youth group, and he was not a bad kid, never did anything bad. You know, he would just kind of show up and kind of sit in the back, and he was kind of shy or seemed to be shy, didn't really talk a, a, a lot. Not one time, though, I think, I mean, did he ever come and say he enjoyed the teaching, any of our activities? Nothing. I mean, as far as I know, he's getting nothing. He's yeah. just showing up and just, you know, because the parents make him or whatever. I don't know. So he he actually went to University of Oklahoma and walked on playing football. Um, um, he, he wasn't a starter, but but he would get some playing time on, on defense, and, you know, the special teams and things like that. So when he was a junior in college, he wrote me a letter. And, I, and, and it, it amazed me because I, I read this letter and he just thanked me. He goes, I wouldn't be the person today if it, wow. was, it wasn't for your teaching and, and, you, wow. and, 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 and your mentorship. I'm like, how, how did I mentor you? I mean, yeah. you show up and you sit in the back and, you know, I, you know, I don't even, you know, not that he was a bad kid, never yeah. was a bad kid, but he didn't seem to be really involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you never know mm-hmm. what 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 you know you know how much influence you would have, and he would say, I, I you know, I, I've I was able to witness the people on my team, you know, because of your because of some of your messages, and he he, mm-hmm. he actually you know kind of gave some examples of some of my messages. I'm like, you actually listened. I mean, <laughs> and, and so it's just amazing. But but you know, being a youth pastor, people don't necessarily listen. So being a pastor should probably be a whole lot easier. Yeah. As, except for the only thing is. In age-wise, that was probably a hard thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I think that was probably the the biggest the biggest thing. The hurdle was being young. However, while we were doing uh, youth pastor, and I had a, a business, so yeah, um, we weren't full-time youth pastors. Yeah. We taught on the Wednesdays and you know did events and stuff like that. So, uh, and and the Lord really blessed our business and uh, was successful. So there was maybe some um, I don't know you would call that like uh, people believed in you because they saw what was just where just the blessing of the Lord of leadership on our lives. So that was, that was, that was a big blessing. But I think the biggest thing for us would be in youth ministry, answering that question is probably uh, teaching the word every week. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and just kind of learning the lifestyle that um, it's, it's really easy. And we talked to, you know, even people that have come to Rama and come back um, or, or our our youth pastor, especially um, you don't realize how much, even when you are at Rama, how much you're actually just fed. Yeah. And you're you you're not the one doing the feeding, and so um, mm-hmm. uh, and so like when you step out of Rama and like all of a sudden like it's like the milk gets cut off like the word of the meat like just like it's like all of a sudden you're like you got to have some spiritual disciplines to feed yourself and so I think kind of jumping back in there and really having to feed myself and then learning that you can't just feed yourself for Wednesday night right mm-hmm. because yeah. otherwise it just becomes like super mm-hmm. monotonous. And living from an overflow, right, on a Wednesday night, especially yeah. doing business, yeah, uh, and and being full time in that, I had you had to have you had to stay full for you, and then there would be something coming out. And so in pastoring now, you Sundays it's crazy, but they happen every week. Wow. Um, they do Sunday happen every week, <laughs> every week. <laughs> and so um, yeah, so like because they come every week, if 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 all you're doing is getting ready for Sunday every week. You'll, you're going to burn out so fast. Yeah. It, and so I think it was just really teaching the Word every week and learning how to teach the Word every week when I didn't do it full time. Um, but yet God was using me the same way you said, Craig, about like, you don't. sometimes we like, we're looking for the sensational and yeah. it's actually like supernatural things are happening, happening and we don't even realize it. So from that place of doing and being bivocational or really being single vocational in business, but, yeah. but serving in the house of God, yeah. I had to stay full 
and so that I could minister from our overflow and bring quality things to the kids. So that helped me, and I think that's really what has been for us, even as a young man stepping into the church, which we, the church was healthy um, when we, when, when they, my, my mother and father-in-law turned it over to us and they went overseas, it was healthy. Um, but even though it was healthy, it was probably about 150 people, 160 people um, within a couple of months of t- stepping into the lead pastor role. Um, we had, you know, probably five or six of our top givers and a number of people that left um, just because, you know, they, we are, you know, again, it's just. Well, they probably told you that God called them to another church. Yeah. But, but that wasn't probably what really happened. But that's what, that's, that was what the excuse that they made. Right. Yeah. Listen, I had a little kid, one of the kids, uh, their, their family, uh, that kicked me on the, in the shin on the front steps of the church and say, we're not coming back. Nah. Um, and oh, wow. so that was kind of like. The devil know, was the really. Devil. The devil was yeah. But, you know, um, just staying faithful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, this is where the difference between um, knowing that you're called and that God's called you. And so if God's called you, you should call you. Right. And um, that's something we had to learn. And uh, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, it just if you just stayed faithful and, and I wouldn't say just staying faithful. I think it's also the people and the relationships that yeah. you have in your life. And so that's even where I get back to like the relationships and connections that you have you know, being equally yoked with people. Yeah. Um, when you come to Rama, there's there, there's relationships and there's people that we met at Rama and and we're doing ministry together years down the road and they're able to you know speak into your life. Yeah. Um, and you know, not necessarily when we say peers, we're talking just relationships. There yeah. there's people that are on our board now, um, like it, it, they're Rama people, but they're older than us, right? Yeah. And they've mm-hmm. spoken into our life and there's that connection and a strengthening. Right, a mutual strengthening that happens because there's there's iron. We have things because we were younger, and they had things because they were older, and there was just such a sharpening that's that's from that connection and being plugged in and playing basketball. Like when we, I mean, I I say that's what we did. I mean, if it would have been that, it would have been prayer and healing school, or it would have been something else. But it's what Mm -hmm. changed our lives. Mm -hmm. So, and and you probably still have connection from the basketball team. I I, I, I know that there's. You know, especially Facebook's helped a lot, a lot of those connections to, yeah. to, That's right. to stay or, or even reconnect. So sometimes you kind of unconnect, but you kind of reconnect. And, you know, and, you know, you know, back in the day, all the basketball players were, were super tight. I mean, it was, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you had, we were talking about before the podcast and you guys leave your doors open. People they just walk <laughs> in, walk <laughs> in, yeah. steal your, your food, yes, yeah. on your couch. Carlos, like if family. you're out there, you know, I'd like some of that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a family. Yeah, yeah. it's like a family. Yeah. It really yeah. is. It's like a family. Yeah. So, so talk about the transition because I, I'm always curious, you know, you know, because you guys changed the church's name. I don't. What, what was the former name of the church? So, it, so you know, um, in a small town, not much to see and do, but what you hear makes up for it. And when my mother and father-in-law stepped in to pastor the church, um, uh, they had been without a pastor for about six months. And so there was multiple people that were jockeying to pastor that church. So after they took over the church a year in, they changed the name from Faith, or from Faith Christian Center to Living Word uh, River Valley. So they, had, they were uh, staff at Living Word Minnesota. Yeah, so, uh, that, so they took the Living Word. So they Word. just took the Living Word name and, and did River Valley. So it was kind of an extension kind of thing, you know. But um, anyway, so what, but in two, when we took it over after a couple of years, we just felt like, it was important that we um, we just have the vision of the church in our name, um, rather than having Living Word River Valley. It just felt like a mouthful always. Yeah. And um, and so really, 
uh, kind of what I had shared in just the podcast right before about my testimony and just really just taking this message of, uh, of the gospel, the good news that God, that God calls you things that you won't call yourself. Um, he called, you know, uh, that message beyond the four walls of yeah. the church. The church can't just stay in this building. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's where the name Beyond Church uh, came from. It, you know, actually came from a, on a hunt, you know, but um, when I was hunting and, uh, and I, just, I just felt like I was just burned out. I was discouraged. I'd been pastoring for a year and a half. A bunch of people had left, um, doing my best, you know, trying to, you know, staying faithful. Um, and uh, it was on that on that hunt that the Lord just said, you, "You you need to remember why I called you, and that is to take this message not just to these people, but you know, out." And so that that changed the name. We changed the name of the church two years in to Beyond Church, and so we are a church that's you know, uh, beyond the four walls, and um, and. It, that was good, but tra- the transition was—it wasn't a bad thing because uh, the, the, there was a lot of people that, there that believed in us. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. just this last, uh, just a couple weeks ago, we had we celebrated ten years as Beyond Church, and and uh, we handed out little um, just uh, invitations to a dinner uh, for those that were there ten years ago because really they were the bedrock mm-hmm. uh, and the people. Um, if you didn't have the people, right? right? If you didn't have those people, that you wouldn't you wouldn't be, you know, where you're at today or continuing. So it's, it was uh, it it was tough, but it was right, you know. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, I I'm always just kind of curious because, like I said, marketing kind of my deal, and so I always like to know why. I mean, um, Chad Stewart. I'm not sure you know, Chad. If he, if, um, he changed their name to, to Reach, okay. Reach Church in Sand Springs, and their church had was i don't know how many years old but you know but had a long tradition of, of you know he's a second pastor you know there and so it was you know they put a lot of thought and a lot of prayer you know in into it you know but his thing kind of same thing you know we're, we're there to reach you know this generation we're there to re- you know mm-hmm. reach beyond the four walls and that, that kind of thing so yeah and we kind of branded it too yeah. um uh, so like we have a, uh, you could call it a logo, but it means more than a logo is there's an arrow and we, yeah. uh, it's kind of like up and out. Um, and so that was kind of when we changed that, that's, it goes with all of our name always. It's and, not, it's uh, not a broken arrow though, right? No, it's not a broken arrow. It, it's, it, it, I, I mean, all the arrows around our town are always broken, broken you know, cause yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it, it is. It's I mean, close. that's our logo, broken arrow. Yeah, I mean, so true. it's like, you know, we, we, we don't see straight arrows here. Broken arrow. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not that kind of, not an Indian, <laughs> like a, a, uh, an arrow that looks like a one you'd shoot out of a bow, but it's uh, more like just kind of like directional, if you will. So just kind of always a oh, like a math thing. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Kind of, maybe, you know, maybe I'm, a little I'm more giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but but I, I, I'm always curious on people come, you know, do logos. And now it is interesting, um, the Faith Shield. Which obviously that's a pretty iconic logo that that we've had, um, you know. And so um, there was some lady I don't even so it was a student. She just drew it up one day, and then that's that's how we came up with the faith shield. Mm. Um, cool. You know, brother, awesome. brother Hagen was teaching and about the shield of faith, and she drew up the faith shield. And we I don't even think she worked for us or anything. Um, we adopted that logo and. This became, you know, our ministry logo, and you so get some cool. history hanging around. You, I mean, like that's some yeah. cool history. That is, that is cool. That's yeah. really cool. And I don't know if that was that same lady or somebody else that drew the, the Rama seal that yeah. we have. Um, you know, so 
Hmm. Wow. Know? But, you know, unlike Nike, who did pay $1,000 for, for, for the Nike swoosh, um, we didn't pay anything for, right. for our <laughs> logos. <laughs> so, but, but it is amazing, you know, because sometimes people, you know, how did that come about or, or, or why or, or whatever? And I'm, I'm always, I'm, I'm the business guy. I think, you know, think business, think about, you know, logos, think about, because, you know, what, what a lot of people don't understand, you know, that, you know, church is not just about church. I mean, you know, you know, you can't go to the Holiday Inn, rent a room, you know, you know, say I'm starting beyond church and everyone just show up. I mean, it just doesn't happen. I, right. I know people have tried, yeah. but, you know, I mean, there has to be some kind of, of relation, some kind of marketing, some kind of, you know, get you there, you know, whether it's, you know, you know, or even going door to door, you know, talking to people, things like that. That's why politicians, you know, they, they do kind of go door to door trying to meet people, yeah. you know, they're kissing people's babies or, or whatever, maybe not during COVID, but anyway, but, <laughs> but um, you know, <laughs> you know, the, there's a relational type thing. And I think that's what I understand. The church is also very relational. Mm-hmm. And if, if people can't relate to you, right. they're not coming to your church. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, one thing you know too in fact um i've actually heard this a lot traveling with my grandfather many people would always tell me you know well we love brother hagan but i could never be like brother hagan and so that always bothered me because you know the bible says you know that that we should be imitators of christ so you know we could be like jesus you know most people don't think but jesus even said the things that i did and greater things shall you do because i go to the father and so that always bothered me i'm like well you know, I mean, you know, I feel that you should be able to be like me. So that's why I'm a little more transparent and also, you know, sometimes talk about the stupid things I do, yeah. you know, because, you know, let people know that, you know, just because you know, a lot of times preachers, mm-hmm. when you preach, you think that they never have any attack from the devil. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the devil's never attacking them. Every time that they believe God for finances, it's always there immediately, you know, mm-hmm. you know. You know, they need healing. It's always there immediately. I mean, just if you listen to them preach, it just almost seems like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not always like that. You know, you know. So I'm always, you know, talking, you know, a little bit more about what I did, how I, you know, did it, you know, and try to be a little more transparent because I want you to be to understand that you can be like me. You you shouldn't have the same kind of faith I have. Right. You know, but you know, we we all first of all, you know, sin that comes short of the glory of God. We yeah. we we yeah. all. You know, I've preached things that were stupid. I mean, you know, even I mean, wrote a book about it, but, but, um, but, um, Listen, don't be stupid. Yeah. No, <laughs> I love I'm, to announce that book on the road. People yeah. love it. I'm like, maybe five people. You want no, to I mean, it. you know, I, I preached some messages when I was early on. I'm thinking, man, that wasn't even scriptural, <laughs> but it sounded good and people yeah. really enjoyed it, yeah. you know? And so, well, you know, Pastor Craig, uh, I was thinking about uh, the, the sermon that you actually preached Sunday. Yeah. And you were talking about walking in love. It was really good. You should, mm-hmm. guys should go back and listen to that this Sunday, this past Sunday morning. Out the date, I think, is the. It was February the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. You know, go to Ram, go to YouTube, go to Rama USA app, and go to February the twenty seventh, ten a.m. Yeah, um, and we talked about walking sermon. in love, using First Corinthians. Um, um, 13, 13, the whole, and the whole chapter, the whole chapter. But you know, what's so interesting too, you know, you can grow up in church, you can hear the words, you can hear these things, but it, it, Sunday it was like, I walked in the room and I hit a switch and a light came on and I'm like, I've always known the scripture to love your neighbor as yourself. But when he said it Sunday, I was like, Oh my God, I am to love my neighbor as I love myself, I make sure I'm clean. I make sure my clothes. I mean, I put a lot of deep detail in the love in myself and I'm going to share that same love mm-hmm. to my neighbors. And so, um, it, it was just really, it was really, really good. But 
I know. I, I just. I don't even know why I said well, that. Well, and, and actually, one thing which I didn't. I did not point it out on Sunday morning. I do point it out in my class. Yeah. Um, and it was you know uh, Faith Library one. Yeah. You know, now I teach half the thing, and we teach a whole section on on, on love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the way to victory, Brother Higgins' book. Um, and um, you know, so we also you know we we talk about love and yeah. and um. And the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. The problem is that some people don't love themselves because they can't love their they neighbor. Love their mm-hmm. neighbor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always, they're always putting themselves down. Yeah. They're, they're always thinking, you know, not very good things about themselves, that mm-hmm. they're worthless or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. And yeah. so a lot of times, you know, the reason they can't love somebody else is because, and a lot of it's because of experience in life. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe they had parents, maybe they had coaches, maybe they had, you know, you know, teachers, I can't believe a teacher would ever do this, but, right. but, but there are people that, that, you know, that, that really put you down. I mean, yeah. sometimes, you know, people's boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, I mean, they're, all, they're always putting them down yeah. and, they, and they think so little of themselves that they can't love anybody else because they have so little love for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting you're saying that. It's a word from a teacher. It's a yeah. word from, yeah. and it's amazing the power of a seed, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you, it's just like that gets in and it just begins to, it just exponentially create, you know, who you yeah. are. And this is why, you know, hearing the word of God, you know, and hearing like it, it, it changes. You. It does. It's, 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 it's a new deposit. It's yeah. uh, even among the tares, right? Yeah. So yeah. that the right things can grow up and you can recognize. I love that passage where it's like, wait till they mature, right? Wait till yeah. the wheat and the tear mature yeah. because, because you'll be able to notice the difference. The difference. And, and this is, I mean, I, even just the difference of, you know, when you hear the word, you hear the, you know, taught from a place that it's not, it's not something new and woke. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the things like for me, I'm like, yeah. I love coming back here. And even like when my son's like, Hey, I, I, I want to, I'm, 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 I'm coming to Rayma. Yeah. Was because there's so many like cool new things, but the, the, the word hasn't changed here in, in like 30, 40, 40 years, yeah. 45 going on 50 years, yeah. you know, it hasn't changed yeah. because, you know, so I love that. And I, and like, you know, Two, the, I believe that this generation is, as you guys are beyond church, like this generation is hungry for real because they have mm-hmm. they have everything. Like mm-hmm. you said earlier, mm-hmm. they have everything that they're they have mm-hmm. all the social media. They got mm-hmm. smoke. They got this. Mm-hmm. They got that. And they just want real. You mm-hmm. know, like Pastor Craig, you said Sunday, you were like there was a situation where you walked in the mall and, yeah. and you saw a guy. You knew he had said some bad things about you. And he said he got kind of mad. But instantly he began to think about the love of God mm-hmm. and walking in love. And he mm-hmm. beelined and went back to that person. And it's like, that- and, and that person would have never seen me if I wouldn't have went to him because yeah. they were facing the other way. And I, I could have got out of a situation and never talked to the guy, yeah. but the Lord checked me. Cause I looked at the man and, and I had, you know, something in my heart was like, you know, and you know, you know, cause I, I was like thought some mean things because mm-hmm. and the guy don't maybe, I mean, he didn't know it yeah. that, that, that I had heard some things he said, but, and I went to him and, and um, just loved on him, you yeah. know, in minute, and um, yeah. and it actually from you know, it, it changed our relationship. I mean, yeah. I, I never never held anything again. I mean, mm-hmm. and he never said anything bad about me anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, and he didn't. He would have never saw me, and we could have, you know, unless we saw like you know, he was in the mall, so maybe I would have saw him earlier. But at that point in time, he wouldn't have seen me. Yeah, you know, but yeah. but it was like. But I had to go see him. Yeah, you mm-hmm. acted on the yeah, word because yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you knew yeah. And so I just believe that the generation that's coming up, they're hungry for what's real and authentic, and just mm-hmm. they don't want to hear that you're just perfect and you cross all your T's, dot all your eyes. Look, yeah. you know they want just authentic and real, and, mm-hmm. and so we appreciate that. And that's why I think it's awesome because the spirit is real. Yes. 
Like yes. the spirit is real. So if you can teach them to be led by the spirit, but also if you allow the spirit to be a part of your services and to be a part of your church and a part of yes. what you're doing, like the Holy Spirit's the greatest person to reach, right? right to right. reach the hearts. And he and always accompanies what? His word. His word. And this yeah. is like, the, yeah. it's the it's the word and the, the spirit. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've heard. Holy Ghost. <laughs> a light to the nation. What? You gotta say the that again. The school song. The school song. But it is. It, 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 that when you teach the word, mm-hmm. the spirit of God shows up. And mm-hmm. this is where, you know, like when my kids came this this last at winter Bible, my middle kid, he's like, man, uh, it, it was different, but it was it was good. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it was just so good. It, yeah. And, and I think trying. because everything with social media, we talked about that earlier, is around right. and everything can seem so fake, everything right. they see. So I think it's all polished. nothing. Yeah, it's right. all polished and nothing really impresses them anymore. Right. And so we've just talked about just that word in the spirit. And I think God's stirring that up again in believers. Yes. And I loved hearing Miss Denise, what she talked about, too, with the generations coming, because I think also the gifts of the spirit being yes. in operation, because yeah. that is real. Yeah, that is real. And I think they're just searching for real. And yeah. so when they feel it and when they see it they know yeah i love that you said the gifts of the spirit and i'm going to go back to actually something you talked on 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 wednesday night craig of winter bible you don't Mm -hmm. need faith for what you've been given and so like the the, something it sounds so basic but these are gifts these are gifts that are given to you and they're we should be using these and Mm -hmm. operating in them Mm -hmm. and it's according to the word of god yeah yeah Yeah. and you know it is amazing and Talking about being authentic, I mean, I, I know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge someone, but I know that there are certain ministers and certain, you know, that hire consultants or whatever to have the right look, you know, dress mm-hmm. the right part mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, because there is a supposedly there there is a look that ever, a certain pastors should have based upon their age and you know their cool status and mm-hmm. where they're at, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm not gonna, you know, you know. It is what it is, but right. but you know, but you sometimes you feel that some people are, are putting things on, and it's not really themselves. Right. You know, yeah. You know, where I just believe we should be ourselves. Right. You know, hundred percent. Yeah, actually, that's uh, one of the when when you you were talking about teaching a class at Rama, the the finance class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is back when you taught that the Midas Touch. That was the book. Yeah, you yeah. still use that book. Yeah, I, I actually, um, I don't. Yeah, we use the as touch. Yeah, I, I don't really go through the book as much you know now as I used to. But but, but I what I really remember is the coffee bank, and you <laughs> would have these banana smoothies, and you're like these banana smoothies. They're just so good. And, you know, so it was, it was just, it was, it was refreshing. It's like, you got someone up there. It's like, man, this is so good. You take a drink like 20 minutes into class. You're like, I'm telling you, y'all need to get this banana smoothie. It's not even on the menu yet. Just ask for, you know, Pastor Craig's anyway. But it was just, <laughs> what, no, like, I, I, that's just, just being genuine. Right. right? Yeah. Like it's not being wrote. Right. You yeah. know, right. like yeah. we're not putting on a show. Right. The word mm-hmm. of God it doesn't need a show. It doesn't need a stage. It works in every area of mm-hmm. our life. And it's just like there's something about being real. You're preaching the word, and you're being yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. So cool. yeah. All right, to transition, we're, you're beyond church. So, you know, what's going on now, man? I mean, you know, you got what, what's the Lord kind of, you know, you, you know. I just feel like we're healthy. And, and you know, like one mm-hmm. of the things, like, I guess for us, we're just talking about this year, like, you know, for as a church, we're just talking about a few things. And it seems like the Lord's just calling us uh, back to what we've already heard. Um, things that the Lord's already said to us and really reverence on the rise um, would be, I guess I'd say it, that they just honor for the things of God again 
And, uh, you know, the Bible tells us in, in uh, 1 Samuel 2.30, he says that those who honor me, uh, I will honor. And so, um, you know, God has, he wants to do a lot of amazing things in this time. And, you know, when Jesus came to his hometown, he couldn't do much because of the lack of honor. And so I think how we honor God and how we honor some of these things, we, you know, in this day and age, there was a day, you know, that things were, in a sense, uh, holy, right? And we've kind of let some of that slide a little bit. And so we're just kind of maybe turning the dials on that back and, um, and, and honoring the Lord so he can honor us. And, you know, the Bible tells us that uh, he's going to pour out his spirit in, in, the, in the last days. We're in these days and yeah. you can look around. You don't yeah. have to look around. You check with your heart. But... Um, you can look around, you can see we're in the last days and God's wanting to do something. And so for us, it just feels like reverence and honor for the things, the things of God. And, and I think it's important that we don't uh, mistake honor for legalism. Um, you know, there's things that people do out of honor and sometimes they can move over to legalism. But I feel like the Lord's really just been talking to us about just honoring the things that the Lord honors, honor for one another, honor for, um, you know, even the platform uh, and, and so on and so forth. So and the, ch- the church has grown. It's healthy. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, we're, at, we're, o- we're over 400 on a, su- on, on a Sunday in a small that's town. Awesome. How many people in your town again? Uh, 5,000. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so that, that's, 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 a, that's pretty, pretty good stats. Yeah, yeah on a Sunday. So, I mean, I mean, I think there's probably 750 uh, people that go to our church in our town. Um, but, you know, on Sunday morning, we just run one service. We've done the two-service thing. And, and, you know, yeah, got, I don't like that either. Got our big head, you know, like, oh, yeah. we're bumping 600, you know, or whatever, <laughs> something silly. Um, but you have double count and things like that. And in a small town, uh, and even in pastoring, you can't, you don't look to, uh, all the, the church gurus on what to do. You look to the Lord. It's yeah. what, the same one that leads you on who you're supposed to marry or the job you're to take. It's how you lead the, lead the church. It's, it's his church. And, and so we, we're at one service and, and it, it, it's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, our, it's healthy and we actually, so something that is new that we just uh, launched a coffee shop, right? So, cool. uh, oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And it's, so it's called Awaken. Um, is the name of the coffee shop. You open full-time? Open mm-hmm. full-time. So it's, it's really cool because oh, we're cool. open seven days a week. We're, we I like to say this, we're open more than Chick-fil-A, y'all. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, it's really cool because for our community, it's, um, and, the, and the goal is, or the mission of, of Awaken is send, we send beautiful feet. That's the tagline. Um, and so 10% of all sales and off the top and all profits go to uh, local um, uh, outreach and missions. So it's all about the whole deal is that the wealth of the wicked is led up for the just. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, it's business. People are using their gifts to carry the message of the gospel. So it's really cool. And we're open, you know, and it's, it's cool. It's trendy. So, so is it excellent. just coffee or selling smoothies? Uh, so <laughs> I'm just we got our time. Banana smoothies. No, we, <laughs> no like, smoothies. for real, for real, like it's, it's legit. It's, uh, it's and, and really good. It's, um, and they have really great sandwiches and really good baked stuff. We have a daycare in our church that has like 120 kids and big waiting lists. And we have a commercial kitchen. So we, have, we utilize oh, yeah, so that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like we have really Which great we bacon. did not have a commercial kitchen in, in, yeah. the, in the coffee so it's, bank. We had a really small kitchen. It's it was good. It's, like, anyway. it's legit. And Miss Miranda, she's the, she's the, she worked at Walmart, stepped over from Walmart corporate to, to help us launch. Felt called that way. And, and so this is our first open. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really sweet. Awesome. Uh, so it also fits in with you know reaching beyond the four walls. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so yeah. cool because the the church is alive. Like uh, you know, just it, it's alive all the time. You know, yeah. yeah. And I think that that really is. You know, the Bible says the church. We are a city on a hill. That's a place of activity, yeah. place of commerce. I think the church should be open all the time. I think. I mean, I love that. That the weeds are not grown in the parking lot, but it's active. It's alive. It's light. And we just put. Uh, 
you know, a basketball court in and a volleyball pit um, where it's caged and everything. And yeah. and we got kids in the community down there all the time or awesome. up at church. You know, the light has lights they can flip on at night. I mean, it's it's sweet. And it's just so cool to see people come to the church and be blessed by the church because the church is we, we just can't be like. I don't know, stuffy, you know, like, yeah. you know, we just, we're just people we're, yeah. we're just, and, and takes, it takes real people to reach real people. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's, that's what's happening in, in our church. And it's so cool just seeing families get swept in, you know, um, just whether it's through outreach or, and I would say, you know, you can plan outreach uh, and do an event or you can just be people that reach and that's the most effective. That's mm-hmm. awesome. yeah. so. so you guys have a website. People want to, people want to check you out or something. Yeah. Like that. So beyondchurch.org. Um, yeah, that's it. Beyondchurch.org. And uh, if you want to check it out, or Awaken, uh, Awaken.org, Awaken Coffee. Oh, is, that your, is that your coffee, coffee yeah. shop, Awaken? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's Awaken, Awaken Coffee. Oh, Awaken Coffee. So it's Awaken Coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it has a sweet logo and everything. And uh, but, but can, can you go there from your church's um, website as well or not? I don't know. Well, I actually, know it's tied that's together. Good, yeah. You, you should be able to, I mean, somewhere at the bottom, you know, have a little thing yeah, for, that's for a good idea. It's, it's set up as a separate deal. Because and and of, you, you should also, I know, I understand that, but, but you should also have a link, you know, by somewhere at the bottom of the, you know, that wherever. is, that's just, a cool just, idea. Just kind of a marketing thing for mm-hmm. each other. To, Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Really cool. I like that. So, you know, once again, if you guys listen to the program and, and you know, maybe you're, you're like, man, I don't know what's going on in my life. And maybe you need to come to Raymond Bible Training College, you know, whether it's just to train for the ministry or whether it's just to learn more about the Word of God, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, give us your information, your name, your email, um, you know, and your phone number, and we'll immediately email you a packet with all kinds of different, different things. I think there's actually picture of anthony's face on that one packet anyway um <laughs> he's one of our cover people on, on on our packets but also there's there's plenty of things you can get rbtc.org and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and try to set up a time for you to come for a college weekend or just come and visit us here at rama and just you know learn more about rama bible training college well nate and evan great to have you i hope you're having a great week i, I know they're once again they're, they're speaking to our third year pastors you know, it's it's we we have people who are actually doing it for a living come and teach people who are going to try to do that for a living. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been a wonderful awesome. time. Been Amen. Wonderful, absolutely. You know, Thank thanks you. for joining Thank us. Amen. You know, thanks Anthony for coming and and filling in for T Mac. Um, you know, I, I called him this morning and said, "Hey man, can 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 you come and and co-host?" And he said, "Absolutely." Of course, I am his boss. So what's right. he going to say anyway? I can't say that. You're right. So. Yeah. so. <laughs> Actually, you're gonna do that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, God bless you guys here at Rainbow. We're bringing hope, Hope, help, and healing to the world. world.